Greetings from Breton Baptist Church, actually in the building. I wonder how you are planning to spend Christmas this year. However you're planning on approaching Christmas this year, it is certainly going to be one to be remembered. Since early November, I have seen people around my street and around the neighbourhood um, preparing themselves early for Christmas, getting the Christmas decorations up early November, many people, trying to bring Christmas forward to bring in some kind of joy and hope since this year has been quite a washout for many people. In danger of bringing something wonderful so early that it'll be not really of any use when the time comes. I hope that isn't the case for those who are planning to have an extended Christmas, trying to make the most out of a very difficult situation. Very similar, if you like, to the time of Jesus being born. As part of some 20 years or more, I always love to get ready for Christmas. I love the spirit of Christmas um, and we are in the first Sunday of Advent. So welcome to my first Advent in Breton Baptist Church in Peterborough and welcome as we invite you to celebrate Christmas with us. I love seeing people gain a Christmas spirit and bring to life the meaning, the purpose and the true reason for this season. In our church, we have set the scene for encouraging people to get into the heart and joy of this season. Behind me, as you can see, is our nativity scene. Yes, I know Jesus is not in the cradle. There is a reason for this. Why would anyone be looking for Jesus in the cradle? Where is Jesus in your life today? Who else is missing from this scene? See if you can spot the missing character, probably in isolation. Let me start off with a little uh, humour, which I hope uh, you can receive it in the spirit that it's given to you. 
A classroom teacher was teaching about Christianity to her seven and eight-year-olds. And she asked the children, where is Jesus? And a little girl puts her hands up and she says, oh, miss, I know where Jesus is. And she says, where is Jesus? And she says, he's in heaven with God. Well done, said the teacher. And another little girl puts her hand up and says, I know where Jesus is. Where, said the teacher, he's in our hearts. Well done, said the teacher. And then there was this little lad putting his hand up eagerly to give a response. The teacher thinking, where else could Jesus be? He puts his hand up and she says to him, where is Jesus? He says, Jesus, miss, is in our bathroom at home. Curious, the teacher says, explain. And the little boy says, confidently, every day, my dad comes out of the bedroom and he shouts, Jesus Christ, are you still in there? Now, please, I hope you're not offended by that because I know some people use that kind of phrase as a, a blaspheme. I'm not using it as a blaspheme. I hope you appreciate the spirit in which I deliver that. See, where is Jesus in our lives? He's no longer in the cradle. Is Jesus no more than an expression of speech? Or is Jesus left in the cradle for you? Or does he sit as the head of your table in your life? We get very little detail about Jesus' life as a child, and yet many leave Jesus in the cradle where he does not belong. Let's get into the spirit and the, and the reason of this season. I, what, I love to have fun. I believe God loves us to have fun. So I have... Um, set up a little quiz, hopefully to replace the, the, the bad joke I told or the joke I told very badly. And hopefully this quiz will help you engage in getting into the heart and the fun and the spirit of Jesus. It's not very biblical, um, but it is a lot of fun. So gather people in your family because you're gonna see five adverts come up on your screen and each one of them um, represents a store. So get people in your home if you have got people in your home and gather them together and join with us at Breton Baptist Church for our Christmas Advent quiz. It is a family-friendly fellowship fun quiz. Each clip will be short and there will be a five-second gap before another part of the clip reveals the answer. See if you can guess the clip before the answer appears on your screen. There will not be time for anyone to ask the digital audience or to phone a friend. So get ready, here comes a quiz. So I hope and pray you enjoyed that quiz. Uh, Rob, um, I hope you didn't disappoint us and you got the John Lewis one right. For those that don't know, the first one should have been Coca-Cola, then Aldi, then McDonald's, John Lewis and Sainsbury's. Whilst I love the Christmas celebrations, and I do. I love the fun of having family and friends and receiving and giving of presents and just having a good time with our community, a local community. You know, many of you know that we are encouraging church folk to do doorstep um, carol singing. Um, we are um, already telling our neighbours and encouraging our neighbours, the whole of our street, to join with us in doorstep carol singing. Um, we're going to try and do it every week, but we encourage everybody in Breton Baptist Church to do it on the 24th of December at whatever time suits you. But 
I'm more passionate about the true reason for Christmas because without it, it all falls apart. And sadly, there are many people's lives that fall apart in a time such as this. It's supposed to be the most joyous occasion in the whole of the world. But because the reason for the season has been lost in many lives, we find out that statistics tell us that more relationship breakdowns happen during this period than any other period in the year. So we begin our Advent series reflecting on where does your hope lie? Does your hope lie? Having a hope that is more than a moment. Our lives are pulled together by many moments, but some moments come and go too quickly. What is your hope this Christmas? In the story we're about to hear and watch, an ageing couple had been hoping for years to have a child. When the time came, the husband was literally speechless for what seemed ages, but was for a moment. And that moment changed their lives because the hope they had in God. This is a story of one couple who hoped to bear a child and against all worldly odds, Elizabeth conceived a child who came to play a significant role for a moment in history that would change the world for so many. Zechariah and Elizabeth get this one mention, this one moment in the history of God's story. Without it, without their story being in the story of Jesus, there will be a big gap in the story of Jesus. Zechariah's prayers were answered even though he doubted and had come to the conclusion that they were both too old. Elizabeth and Zechariah's prayers were answered in abundance. Zechariah, Elizabeth and John, John's contributions to the story of Christmas is a vital moment in the whole of history, as well as our history, as well as the history of Jesus. For the first Christmas and all the Christmas, Christmases that have come and will follow. So let us hear the reading, which has got a video background to it, um, of Luke chapter 1, verses 5 to 25. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless, because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both very old. Once, when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshippers were praying outside. <laughs> Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, 
he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. What a moment in history. One moment can change us for a lifetime as it did this couple. Imagine taking one of your stories out of your past. How would it impact your story today? One of the most horrible stories in my life and June's life is when I found myself voluntarily bankrupt and homeless in the early 90s. With June as my wife and the then two children, I found ourselves in a very difficult dilemma. Yet, if that moment of my past didn't exist, would I have found myself to, to the way of where I am today? Probably not. Despite the dilemma, as I look back now, without a shadow of a doubt, God was there. June's faithfulness in God and her obedience in God and my blindness to God didn't dilute the fact that God was right there. June trusted in God's promise and protection. Just like Zachariah and Elizabeth, in their story, despite their age, despite time running out, they were obedient and trusted in God and were faithfulness. This story that we had read to us is um, a story that took place around about AD 3. 
and was prophesied some 700 years prior to that actual moment taking place. Isaiah chapter 40 says, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every moment, every mountain and every hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places are plain and the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all the people will see it together for the mouth of the Lord has has spoken. For years prior to this scripture, the people of God had been crying out for a breakthrough, hoping for God to step in for a brief moment and change their lives forever. Maybe this is where you have found yourself this year, hoping for a breakthrough, hoping for a divine moment to change your life forever. Maybe your hopes feel like they are being met in some way, especially with the new arrangements from government about allowing us to meet with up to three households for Christmas for a five-day period. Maybe that's daunting you and worrying you even more. I wonder whether it's confusing you and making you more anxious and concerning you. Our lives are filled with moments that make up the bigger story of our lives. And we have to, in so many ways, Adapt and overcome and improvise. Whatever you are facing at this moment, know this, God is with you. God is with you. Especially since Jesus stepped down into the world, God is with you, Emmanuel. How are you preparing for your moment with God? Right here, right now. Zechariah a priestly man, and probably on his once-in-a-lifetime period of temple duties, following his daily routines as the priest, has a divine appointment with the Lord through the angel Gabriel, a holy moment, a defining moment that changed his life and Elizabeth's life forever. I passionately believe that God has scheduled a holy moment, a divine appointment, a defining moment in all our lives. It is written in your diaries with the invisible ink of heaven. All we have to do is attend by waking up and doing what we have committed to do in our life role in our society, in our profession, in our role as parents and children and students. Whatever we do, wherever we do it, under whatever conditions and circumstances, do it in an attitude of worship and obedience to God. And I believe you will meet God in a real, relevant, radical and refreshing way. The angel of the Lord, angel Gabriel, was waiting for Zechariah in the temple. Today's temple is no longer a building in the same way. It is the ground where you and I stand. God's presence is no longer confined to a specific place or within a building made from human hands or machinery. We're invited to stand in his presence where we are. You, my friend, are standing in his temple right here, right now. So take off your shoes for the place you are standing on is holy ground.
That's from Exodus chapter 3. God saying through Isaiah, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed. That her sin has been paid for. That she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. This is the hope that John the Baptist existed for that all will receive the words of eternal life. It says in Isaiah again, a voice says, cry not, cry out. And I said, what shall I cry? All peoples are like grass and all their faithfulness is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall because the breath of the Lord blows on them. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of God endures forever. The message for this Advent is an invitation to enter the living hope that God has for the world. God knew and God knows this world needs hope worth living for. That is real and a sure certain hope. A hope that will be, that will be, that all will be well, getting tongue-tied. Hope is not for a moment, it's for eternity. Jesus is for life, not just for Christmas. When Jesus entered the scene, John stood back from the limelight of the story and Jesus took his place his position on the big stage of life as the main character in the story takes his role the moment the world was waiting for had come the breakthrough people seek the hope people are starved of the moment that can change everyone's life is right before us this gift we are talking about is for life and not just for a short moment in time. Matthew's gospel quotes from Isaiah 42. The servant of the Lord, meaning Jesus. Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him and he will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break. And a smouldering wick he will not snuff out. In faithfulness he will bring forth justice. He will not falter or be discouraged till he establishes justice on earth. In his teachings, the islands, all nations will put their hope. All nations will put their hope in Jesus. Jesus fights for our inner battles. Jesus stands with us, for us, as we navigate our way round this wilderness life. Jesus offers us wholeness, healing and freedom. Jesus is a light on our path. Jesus invites us to capture daily moments that will build our story and transform our way for living life in abundance. Jesus gives us spiritual eyes to see through a darkened world. Jesus is the hope of all nations. How is Jesus being known to others through your life? I pray you are not looking for Jesus in the cradle. He comes to you right where you are. We have hope 
that can be met in us right here, right now, without delay. This is the time, this is the moment to allow your life to be changed again. God has booked himself into your diary. How are you going to ensure you allow room in your life to meet him? Every day with Jesus is a defining moment, a holy moment, a moment in your story that changes everything for you to grow in his likeness. Jesus does not want to miss a single moment with you. He doesn't want you to miss a single moment with him. To find Jesus is to find life. Jesus is right where you are. If you are struggling to see him, maybe his spirit has been locked away inside you and you need to open the door of your heart so his light can break through and shine through. If you look at the cradle and cannot see Jesus, it is because you still see him as a baby. Oh, before I forget, did you guess the missing character from our nativity set? Yes, correct, the shepherd. I have got it on good understanding that he has to self-isolate because he tested positive. I'm sure he'll be joining us once he served his 14 days. Seriously, it is Jesus who empowers us to see the world the way he sees it. It is through allowing the Holy Spirit to be poured out in us that empowers us to overcome our fears, anxieties and confusions of the way things appear. Like John the Baptist, we will be filled with the Holy Spirit. It is through prioritising the divine appointments with the living God that reveals defining moments and assured hope. Let us all become awakened to the reality that Jesus is with us, showing us a sure and certain hope through every moment of our lives so that his glory can be shone through every one of us, bringing light, wholeness, freedom and hope and healing to the whole world. Let us all just take a few moments in prayer. Feel free to repeat the words that will come up on the screen, accompanied by some background music. Let us just pause for a moment and capture that divine appointment, allowing us to encounter a defining moment, a holy moment. Lord, fill us with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I welcome you. Holy Spirit, Show me the hope that Jesus reveals to us. The hope of the world is our Lord. Help us to see the world in the eyes of Jesus. In your presence, Lord, I stand. Let this be a holy moment. Just a few moments longer. Receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Ask and you will receive. Knock and the door will be opened. Seek and you will find. The Lord is right here, right now. Let your joy be complete. 
Bless your holy name, Father. Receive us now, Holy Spirit. Remove my fear. Ease my confusion. Remove my anxieties. Shine in the darkness of my life. Lord, be still for the presence of the Lord. Amen.